Welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Charles Inferna. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And one of the ways we are equipping coaches and athletes is with providing mental preparation training that will allow them to propel themselves towards greatness. And what's really cool about mindset training and mental preparation is that we want at Forts Athletics, throwers especially, to be as best equipped to throw their personal best uh, when possible. Now, we understand that there's a lot of factors that come into play when it comes to having someone throw their personal best, but one of the best ways to be prepared is to not only focus on the physical aspects of throwing, obviously we want to have a sound technical base, but we also want to make sure we have a sound mental base as well. So we have just launched a holistic coaching mentorship opportunity for throwers who are interested in tapping into that aspect of their training where we're going to focus on the mental aspects to throwing and what it takes to throw farther, uh, whether it is overcoming pre-meet anxiety, uh, working on the skill of focus, working on confidence, efficacy, time management, all of the different factors that don't necessarily require physical training, but mental training and mental preparation. So you can click the link here in our show notes. Our uh, free consultation is available. It's a 30-minute call with me, Charles Inferna, and we will talk about the goal-setting process And we will offer some strategies, tips, suggestions based on whatever your specific needs are, whatever you're looking for. We'll spend some time talking about that because we want to, one, put a path and a roadmap together with you. And then we're going to travel down that path together in order for you to accomplish your unique and specific goals. So be sure to check that out. I'm really fired up and really pumped up about it. Uh, and take advantage of that opportunity. It's 30 minutes. Schedule an appointment with me. We'll talk about goals and just some diff- different strategies and tips uh, to help you achieve your goals and get you where you want to be in the throwing world. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about something that is, you know, I don't know. The best way of putting it, really, kind of gets me fired up in a different sense. It's meet week. We're recording this on Wednesday, December 1st. We have a meet on Friday, which I'm really excited about. We're competing at Houghton College. And uh, we were informed yesterday that rather than the meet for field events be a uh, Three throw plus top nine, the finals for three more throws. Everyone gets four throws at this competition. And the reason why talking about this gets me fired up is because I believe, which based on prior experiences and and coaching and things, there's a little bit of a different strategy 
and mindset that goes into a competition where you know you're guaranteed four throws as opposed to going to a meet where you get three throws and then there's a really good chance you're going to get another three throws in the finals. So I'm going to sound a little biased towards my athletes, but my athletes come first and I will go to bat for them all the time when it comes to throwing and life stuff in general. But when I see opportunities for athletes kind of taken away from them uh, because the theory is that the meat needs to be sped up a bit, so we're going to give everybody four throws as opposed to giving everybody three throws and only a few more people three more throws. <sighs> I'm not really sure where, anyway. So, the reason why I want to talk about this today is because yesterday at practice, we had a conversation as a throwing group about the different strategy in place. So, conversation basically with some of our newer throwers and some that um, still feel a little apprehension about competing at the college level. The conversation and the strategy that I shared with them is for your opening throw, and this can be universal for anybody, really, but this is specifically what I shared with my kids, is that opening throw, we're going to do whatever is going to make you feel most comfortable in the circle to get a mark and to get yourself into the meet, into the competition. So all of our athletes have really been working on like specific aspects of like their technical throwing model and I always stress to them before meets and even the day off because there's usually plenty of time to talk beforehand what I stress to them is we're going to pick one or two things to focus on and cue on during the course of the competition because early in my days as coach I would spew out like four or five six different cues and kids wouldn't follow any of them Uh, So then I realized, you know, if we give one or two cues, it's much easier to follow and it gives less stress and anxiety to the athletes. You're able to focus on more wins as opposed to what you need to do better uh, during the competition. So strategy one is to do what's going to make your athletes feel most comfortable for throw one and get them into the meet. Two, keep the cues to a minimum, one or two at the most. Now, I even do that with uh, regular competitions where it's three throws plus finals, championship meets, and what have you. But for this specific one, because we have more than half of our throwers are brand new, uh, they've never thrown before, some of them threw a little bit indoor, but never, or rather, uh, threw outdoor, but never really threw indoor. Uh, Some of them haven't competed in two years uh, because of COVID life. So I want them to be as comfortable as possible getting into this meet. So the first one, like I said, uh, do what's going to make you feel best. Second, we're going to work on one or two cues. Now, once we're in the meet, this is where, you know, really you have to you don't know your athletes best in regards to how throws two and three are going to look. So 
what what my coaching strategy or coaching philosophy is when it comes to throws two and f- two through four in a four throw meet is that we're going to take those throws like we're in the finals. And I like talking about the finals because that's another win for our athletes. So for some of our athletes who may not have had the chance or they weren't going to make the finals, I turn the, turn the perspective or the lens on to, okay, now we're in the finals. This is throws four, five, and six. And you would be surprised as to how much more comfortable and relaxed kind of like happy and excited the athletes feel because these are their finals, right? First throw is kind of like rounds one through three. Throws two, three, and four are kind of like throws four, five, and six. So talk about, okay, we made the finals now. Everyone gets three throws here. Let's see what we can do. See what kind of uh, distance we can add to throw one. And let's see if we can catch some people if there are people ahead of us. And I uh, picked that strategy up a couple years ago. Uh, I wish I would have known about this sooner. Uh, but I picked it up a couple years ago. Uh, we were at a, um, a meet with Lewis. And uh, we were under the impression that it was going to be a, a three plus three. And uh, they told us that it was going to be four throws only because we needed to speed the meet up. So, just uh, you know, off the cusp, I said, okay, round one is going to be uh, prelim throws, all wrapped up into one. Throws two through four are going to be your finals. And um, Lewis ended up having a great performance, qualified for U.S. Indoor Nationals. This was indoor uh, 20... 2018 season so this was in the fall of uh, 17 is where we were at Um, I'm sorry uh, fall of 19 this was in December of 19 the meet that we were at and I wish I would have known that or I wish I would have just thought of that a little sooner but and that's how things go sometimes so to kind of recap strategy you're going to do you're going to encourage your athletes hopefully to do what they feel is going to be best for them in um, in round one. Two, you're only going to work on a couple of technical cues throughout the course of the competition because it's four throws, so there's really you know not too much you should be focusing on, especially the first meet. I try and let the kids uh, go a little bit more, have a little bit more fun, not um, nitpick little things, let them enjoy their first competition of uh, the season and have and enjoy that, you know, and then um, uh, turn the or flip the script and look at throws two, three and four like they're in the finals already and to look at those throws from a different perspective, uh, from a different lens to kind of um, uh, earn another win for your athletes in the competition. And, uh, you know, that's really it as far as, like, the strategies and tips, you know, about that. Like I said before, I'm not really a fan of the fourth row competitions. Like, I, I, on one hand, I like the idea of having everybody get that bonus throw. 
but for the athletes who would get, you know, two extra bonus throws, um, you know, they, they work hard during the week, during the season, they should be rewarded with an opportunity to take six full uh, comp throws uh, at at that particular meet that they are at. But, um, yep, that's it for our strategies and prepping for the fourth throw meet. My name is Charles Inferna. Thanks for thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. Have a great night.